This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. My son Richard will be joining us here at 4.30. I do have a half an hour window here where I don't have any guests. If you'd like to call in and chat about anything, whether it be the new pack that was formed for DeSantis, uh, what happened over the weekend in regards to our GOP and the chair that was elected, Dave Williams, or if you'd like to talk about the banks failing over the weekend and the Fed seizing them, that's an option as well. So you name it, we can talk about it, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, text line 307-200-8222. And I think I've got most everybody's questions answered on the text line as well. If I didn't, please let me know and, and send me another text message to remind me, and I will do that. But I think I got everybody answered, including some of the questions that came in from Dave or for Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors as well. Dave's been kind enough to answer those, so I appreciate that very much. Joe in Jersey, what's up? John, just a suggestion. You talk about banks. Uh, let's say that uh, you sold your house and maybe you know you owned it for a long time. You walked away with three or 400000 mm-hmm. of equity, and maybe sure. you're going to build a house, and you're going to live in a rental. Maybe you're going to travel. Maybe you sold your business. Maybe one of your uh, companies you consult with, you know, they sold their repair shop and they've got three or 400,000. They don't know what to do with right away. And as, as you pointed out, you know, individual banks are only insured up to 250,000 per deposit. Plus they pay really crappy interest. The far better thing, and I just sent you the link, there's something called uh, U.S. Treasury Direct. You know, you can buy a U.S. Treasury bond for a term as short as four weeks, mm-hmm. short as four weeks. So if I had $400,000 that I didn't need for six months, I would absolutely uh, buy, you know, a short term, I'd buy a six-month treasury bill. Right. Um, there is no limit, you know, unlike the $250,000 bank limit, uh, there is no limit. It's guaranteed, you know, right. you want to put $4 million, there is no limit. And, and really it's quick, a, Joe, some of the you know, question earlier was, you know, what do companies do that have a lot of money like that? Some companies do the very – they've got investment accounts, and they do the very thing you're talking about. Right. And by the way, and those treasury – even if you bought, say, a two-year or five-year, they're negotiable. You can sell – let's mm-hmm. say you're right. three years into a five-year treasury bill. You can sell it. You can Well, sell that's it what SVC than- was trying to do, and they took it in the shorts. That's partly what happened. Well, the, the trouble with SVC is they had a lot of – uh, Very low interest ones. One point five. So here's what happens. So let's say you've got a hundred thousand dollar treasury bill that pays one point five percent. Well, today, if I had a hundred thousand, I can get four point eight percent. That's right. That's right. So, so why, why on that one? Know, 
Why own that one? So if you want to sell me that one, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I want to buy it at a discount, right, Joe? Yeah. I'm so if it's a hundred grand, I want to buy it for say ninety or better. I I'd probably seventy five. There you go. Because the number I'm going to – by the way, when you buy a treasury bill, let's say you buy a $100,000 treasury bill, you buy it at a discount. So let's so, um, so let's make it easy. Let's say it's a one-year, and I'm, it isn't this rate, but let's say it's a one-year 5%. Right. So you would, you would, buy, you would pay 95000 for the $100,000 note, and a year from now, if it was a 5% one-year note, which it isn't, but if it was – then one year from now you would turn it in. They'd write you a check for a hundred thousand. You pay ninety five, you get a hundred thousand back. Now, if you want to sell me your crappy little bond that's got a one point seven percent interest, I rate, want a bigger discount. I need to get. I, I, I'm not going to give you ninety five. That's right. I'm not going to give you ninety. You know, I might give you seventy eight. Well, and, and to your to your you know to your point, SVC wrote off uh, last month or even last week, I should say some. I don't know, it was like 1.2, don't, don't quote me on this, but it was over a billion dollars of what you just said. Right, a billion dollars. They wrote right, off. They, they shorted well, they themselves a billion dollars. Well, they, it's actually called right, right, right. They wrote down. it off, but you, to the people yeah. listening that don't know what that is, they shorted themselves. They, they lost that much money. Yeah, because they had these assets on the books, and then because of what we just said, that those, those bonds had lost value in the marketplace, they said, yeah, we can no longer sell this bond for the face value or even anything close to the face value. So we have to discount the value. I mean, the bonds were still negotiable, but they weren't negotiable at anything remotely close to the face value. So they had to write down. So, again, if they had a $100,000 Treasury bill uh, that they were carrying carrying at a $100,000 value, mm-hmm. they had to write it down to maybe an $88,000. Correct. Value Correct. Or, you know. Yep. So yep. They also and they took a huge loans. hit doing that. They did. And, uh, and by, by the way, way one of the mistakes they made, and this is you can say what you want to, but I feel is a mistake. The knuckleheads that were running that bank were not looking long term enough. In fact, what they were doing was taking short term investments, you know, dollars that were put into the bank, and buying long term investments at a very low rate of return. That's a recipe for disaster in and of itself, Joe. Yeah, they were buying. They were buying what's it's called paper. They were buying ten-year paper, John. Dumb. At, at, dumb. You know, at two, two that, that was a dumb percent. decision. Whoever at the bank was in charge, you know, was an idiot. I would have never done that. He's an idiot, and I don't even have a degree in in, in finance, Joe. And I wouldn't have done that. Right. By the way, there's something else that's uh, very, very suspicious. About a month ago, the four top executives began to sell. Huge chunks of yeah, five million dollars worth. I think I don't know each or combined, but yeah, around five million dollars worth, Joe. Yeah, so they were, you know, just coincidentally. And, and, and employees got bonuses Friday. And Friday, right? Friday before the bank was shuttered, they handed out huge bonuses to to uh, to employees. Just, so. Again, totally wrong. That, that's the kind of stuff that should not be happening, which makes you wonder who's running this thing. It's, it stinks to high heaven. Yep. is what it does. It sure does. And, I, and I'd love to hear them explain why they all decided. To all sell those those big chunks of their stock holdings, because uh, they knew so, it was coming. And now they knew it was coming. One last thing, and, and I'll let you go, Joe. Is you know, do I blame the Fed for some of this? Yes, I do for some, and not all of it. I can't blame them for all of it because there was very bad decisions made at the banking level that you and I had just discussed. On the same token, what the Feds have done with interest rates, with the speed that they've done it in, yes, there's going to be other banks that I'm, I'm afraid are going to be in the same shape because of what the Fed has done. By the way, the and, and by the way, that's the unintended consequences the Fed has never thought through because they're a bunch of knuckleheads as well. They are. 
And by the way, for those who are interested, the uh, the two-year note is called an inverted. When the short-term bonds pay more than the long-term bonds, it's inverted. That's inverted yield curve. Right now, you can get a 4.9 percent tax-free, zero-risk return on a two-year Treasury bill. Right. So if you if you had 10 grand or more sitting around that you don't need for two years, go you, buy that. Go by that. Now, the 10-year, by the way, crossed over 4% um, last week. Yeah, it's week. very getting very equal now, finally. They're not too far apart now, finally. But, uh, but we've gone from... But it's not been know, that way until just today. Yeah, we've gone from like 1 in 7 eighths to 4.8, right. John, in 12 months. That's right. Two-year note. And, and, that's, and that's tough. And again, it's because the Fed has done too much too fast in their knuckleheads, Joe. You and I have they talked are. about it before. They're just knuckleheads. They don't know Main Street. Right. Anyway, you might want to put that, I'll do that. The Treasury Direct up on the website. I I'll do it. Thanks, right, Joe. Guys. Appreciate it. Mike and Longmont, Dan, you guys hang tight. I'll come right back and talk to both of you. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Put this number in your phone, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Take care of that plumbing issue. Pay the way that works for you. Hi-Five lets you choose between a good, better, and best fix option with tiered pricing. You have a choice on the repair they do and a say in the price you pay. No more waiting for a plumber to be finished with the job only to find out that it's going to cost double what you initially thought. That's no reason to avoid calling a plumber. On top of their good, better, best fix, Hi-Fi Plumbing offers a range of financing plans because plumbing repairs and emergencies don't wait until it's a good time for you. You can't control when you need to call a plumber, but you can control who you call. Call the plumber that meets you where you are already at. Call High Five Plumbing today and mention KLZ for $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Now for a limited time only. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, up next, Extreme Auto Repair. Anything you need for your vehicle, one-stop shopping. Literally, Extreme can do everything bumper to bumper. Give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com extreme. Veteran Windows and Doors, we talked to Dave earlier in the 3 o'clock hour. You can listen to that again at 6 if you would like. In the meantime, call Dave directly, 303-529-0720. It's time to dispel the myth that windows made from vinyl won't last. The longevity of the windows you buy depends on the quality that it is made with and the way vinyl is engineered. Veteran Windows and Doors source their windows from Provia, a manufacturer that they stand behind enough to guarantee their product for a lifetime. Their competitors claim to have the superior proprietary vinyl product because it uses 40% reclaimed wood, which is just a fancy way of saying they use sawdust. 
No wonder vinyl gets a bad rap. Veteran Windows and Doors windows are fiberglass reinforced, backed with a lifetime guarantee, and always meet code. The only things that matter are the U-factor, the solar heat gain coefficient, and the design pressure. That's what maintains a perfect temperature that you can enjoy as long as you live in the home when you choose Veteran Windows and Doors. Mention KLZ and receive 25% off product material and labor in March. And when you sign up this month, you'll receive an additional 10% off. Schedule your appointment today, 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Mike and Longmont, you are next. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, John, this is Mike. Um, I got a question about you. In your last segment, you were talking about um, the, the Trump and DeSantis decision for our 2024 election. Right. Um, I'm kind of curious about that from the perspective. You, you alluded to something, and I've been thinking the same thing. Like, what do you think if, uh, if Trump doesn't get the primary uh, election? that he splinters off and splits the Republican ticket. I pray he doesn't do that. My fear is that is something he would do. Yeah, I'm really afraid of that, too, and I think yep. that needs to be one of the questions that come up in the primary about would yes. they be willing to support yes. whoever wins the primary. Because if they're not, they're on their own, and I think that's going to be terrible for what we get. I agree, and I think that would be disastrous for Republicans. Now, do I think Trump is smarter than that? Um I would hope so, Mike, um, but I also know that Donald Trump has a huge, huge ego, and there's just things he does at times I shake my head. Couldn't agree with you more. I, I love a lot of the stuff that he did, but sometimes his ego uh, is Gets the best of what him. the media needs. Yep. Yeah, and the media just feeds on it, and uh, we end up uh, looking bad across the entire party. So, okay, I appreciate that. No, you're that very answer. welcome, Mike. You and I are thinking exactly the same on that. Dan and Blackhawk, you're next. So, Dave Williams, who is he? Uh, Dave's out of El Paso. Uh, he has been a representative in our state legislature in the past. I've interviewed Dave many times, and, and I like Dave. And, and if Dave, if you're listening, I like you, but everybody also knows I don't pull any punches. I will tell you exactly what I think of, of that end of things. And I will tell you, and Dave, if you're listening, please hear me out on this. I love you. I appreciate all that he's done for our party in the state, Dan. My fear with Dave is he's got to sharpen his leadership skills and become a lot more dynamic than what he's been in the past. And I mean that sincerely. He's a great guy, but he at times can be a little bit too soft-spoken, and I think that's part of the problem we've had in the party up to this point. I think that was KBB's problem. We need someone, I hate to say this, Dan, like myself, that's not afraid to tell somebody what's going on and where it's at and what we need to do and isn't ashamed to say so. And I, I think Dave is that way in his heart. I just want Dave to say that openly in a very direct, dynamic way. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, and then, uh, so... I mean, for example, Dan, I interviewed Dave not that long ago, just a few weeks ago, on the whole debacle going on down in El Paso County with their chair of the El Paso County GOP. And, and I, again, I like Dave. I just don't feel like at the, end of, at the end of that conversation, I'll be real honest with you, Dave did not help that situation at all with him coming on air and talking about it. And, again, I like Dave. I, I've been around Dave. I enjoy him. But, but his answers, even that day with me on air, were subpar. And if he runs the party like he handled that interview, we're screwed. Okay. I, I didn't hear the conversation. You can go back so. and listen to it. It was on a, uh, 
I believe it was a Friday episode with Andy and I both. It was either Tuesday or Friday. I'd have to go back and look, but it'll be on the it'll be on the website. It'll be there. So how did he get elected? Did they have to go through several three rounds? I believe three rounds, and he ended up coming. He ended up on top. It was between him and and uh, and Adland. And Adland, okay. Well, if he's smart, he, um, again, like you said with O'Day when he won the primary. Uh, instead of taking a victory lap, he should have reached out to the individual that he defeated in order to gain some unity. And again, if Dave, like you said, if Dave's listening, that's something that he probably needs to do. And part of the leadership style is to get people underneath you who are going to, you know, um, do things that need to be done and right. not, you know, and, and I mean, basically, if you look at it, he's the CEO of the Republican Party. That right? is correct. And CEOs don't do everything. They get, they, you know, they got their their VPs and everything underneath them. So, depending on what we need to do, and if the Republican Party needs to do in this state, we need to get people who, you know, aren't the aren't the chair, but yet they want, they care, and they need to. He needs to find people that are going to step into those roles in order to accomplish what needs to be done. Correct. And Correct. so that's that's you know so I I mean that's just my two cents. Nope, I agree with you. Um, you're you're spot on, Dan. Yeah. So and then going to the bank failure thing. So this has been many many years since I've been in school, but I had I mean we spent a lot of time on bonds and yields and interest rates, mm-hmm. and I can't remember exactly what happened. So what happened with SBB Bank is. They had T-bills at a certain interest rate. Yeah, one, I want to say they were in the low ones. Right. So what they end up doing is they would go out and they'd purchase them, and then they'd have to sell them when when people would start using their their funds, and they needed funds, so they'd sell them. So what happened was due to the interest rates, like you said, the knuckleheads at the Fed have done, they'd driven up the interest rates, so they ended up being um, upside down on them. In other words, they may have bought a T-bill, a thousand, let's say they bought a $1,000 T-bill, but because um, the rate was 1.5%, they may have, if they wanted a certain rate of return, they may have had to buy that T-bill at $1,100 so that when they turned it in at the, at the term of the T-bill, they would get their whatever interest they were buying it at. So instead of being 1.5%, let's say it's 2%. I'm just using round numbers mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So they would have to pay more for that T-bill. Well, when the interest rates went up, and I may be wrong on this, but I think this is what happened. When the interest rates went up, instead of being $1,200, the T-bill now is, say, $900 right. or $800. Right. So they, they ended up – so they bought a, a T-bill at 1200 but now it's only worth 800 So they lost money on that because of the, the yield on the on the T-bill in order to get the 4.5%. They had to yep. – I don't know exactly how that works. No, yeah, well, they just sell them, they sell them at a discount like Joe was talking about. That's all they do. Yeah, so it's – I mean, I had to go through all these calculations and everything when I was going to school. And, and really quick, and, Dan, to your point, people would, would, might want to you know, might want to ask, well, why are they selling? Because they had to raise cash for depositors wanting money back so they could then use that but, money to go do whatever that business wanted to do. They didn't have enough liquidity, so they had to go sell some of these to gain liquidity. Right. So when they, 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 so they specialized in startups. Right. And startups – consume cash like anything. Yeah, they, they, they have a high they burn go, rate. Yeah, they, they go out and they, they earn, they uh, go out on the open markets, whether it's private or public, 
they raise uh, capital and then they deposit that money into the banks, but then they're going to use that money up as they're trying to get the operations going. Yeah, as, which is and a bad, so, you know, which a, a bank like that should have a combination of startups and regular long-term businesses where they know that that account is going to have, you know, X amount of money in it in an ongoing basis, basically, Dan, because that's what a lot of us that are, in, you know, business owners that don't have startups do things. You've got a consistent amount of cash, a higher daily balance, if you would, which is what banks work off of, as you know, Dan. With startups, that daily balance can be all over the map. Yeah, it can. So, and then they, you know, like you said, they need to get more stable. Well, Correct. And they didn't have you know, that. You want, you the, the majority of their they, the majority of their customers are are startups, which that. And then buying long-term, yo, you know, low-interest bonds, you know, T-bills, did not help them. No. And so individually, um, people can look at it. So are you a person that runs your balance down every, every month, right? Right. Or, or do you, dele- or do you, you leave a, a nice balance in there? Are you, per- are you a person who leaves ten to 20000 30 or 40000 in your bank account? Correct. You're more stable. So, you know, they need to... Um, you know, and they didn't. They probably didn't do that. They didn't diversify. They did not in order to cover right. And um, I, I lost the train of thought. But um, well, I tell you, what, I'm gonna, Dan. What I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to this probably at about five thirty. Hold that thought. Call me back then. I'd like to dive into this again. So do that. I'm going to get Craig in really quick before the break, and we can dive back into that with you at five thirty. If you want to call back then, I'd love to. Craig, you're next. Hi, John. How we doing, hey, sir? You know, I'm a loyal listener. But I do listen to some other talk shows just to get some feedback on sure. what you know, other stations are saying. And one of the other stations today brought up the fact that Dave Williams was elected the Republican chair for Colorado. And the host was an old man of the chase. And to the fact that they would not, with him in charge, they would not um, influence the unaffiliated, that he is too pretty much a pro-Trump person. And then somebody called in and started talking, you know, what the left really says, cult of personality with Donald Trump. To my point, it's, it's really got my, my blood pressure up. I'm like, okay, they cannot let go of the fact that they didn't like his personality. Okay, I support supported Donald Trump because he put America first. Not, not because of his personality, but because of what he did. Yes. And what is going on right now is polar opposite to that. Yep. And anybody that can think what is going on now is better than what we had under Trump is out of their mind. I agree. They're insane. They're a wackadoodle. Now, like you, yes, and like you said, whoever gets nominated as Republican candidate for president in 2024, whether it's DeSantis or whoever, if it's got an R in front of the name, they're getting my vote. Right. Correct. I am not going to be one of those people... And the rest of these people that are saying otherwise are fools, Craig, total fools. Yes. And are not looking out, and I'll say it for what it is, they're not looking out for the best interest of the country. They're looking out for their own special interest, but not what's in the best interest of the country, period. They're dumb. Well, it just seems like they're just, you know, and they don't don't come out of the woodwork very often. And... You know, I've got a lot of, lot of the left element in my neighborhood, but I ne- they're never outside to where I can have, a, you know, a discussion with them to not necessarily red them, but try to understand. I mean, based on their their social justice signs in their yard, I, I'm pretty sure who they, they voted for. But they're never around to confront, say, 
how can you possibly believe what we've got going on now is better than what we had, mm-hmm. despite your lack, right. or, you know, just like for Trump? And but yet they pop out of the woodwork, they call in, they're, they're real brave when they get on their phone, they start, you know, firing insults and so on and so forth. But yet every one of us is a victim to Biden's policies. Yes. Through, through inflation, gasoline, groceries, what they're teaching in the schools, the whole agenda, their whole agenda. And, you know, again, the, the people that support that, I think are in the minority, but how do they continue to uh, win elections? Good question. Good question. Uh, hey, again, Craig, this is another one of those. I, I want to talk more about this at 530. So you want to chat more um, at the bottom of the hour now. But call back. I'd love to chat more about that in the uh, in the last hour, especially when it comes to what some of the other talk show hosts in town are saying, which I don't listen to, don't care what they all think. I'm not them, don't want to be them, think differently than most of them, as you all know. I just, I'm me, I do what I do, I don't do what they do, and I don't listen to what they do. And frankly, no offense, if one of you as a host are listening, don't care what you do. I'm glad you do what you do. I'm glad we're all on the same team, but sometimes I wonder if we are, because it sounds like I'm not on the same team that you're on. Denver IT Security is next. And uh, John Canada wants to help you with all of your security services when it comes to your business and its IT. So give John a call today. Any questions you've got, and make sure that you are dialed in on your security sides of things. 720-593-6688. Your business is at risk without the proper protection for your network. Just one compromised computer means hackers can gain access to your entire network. John Kanata of Denver IT Security has industry-leading zero-trust security packages that gives you the freedom of network security wherever you go. Each computer is set up on its own secure network through a process called micro-segmentation, so hackers can't move freely throughout the whole network. They can also provide a team of professionals to monitor for any possible breaches. With Denver IT Security's Zero Trust Security Bundle, you've got a professional watching your back for you. Between their comprehensive security package and a team of security experts watching for suspicious activity, your staff can work just as securely and productively from home, airports, and coffee shops as they do from your office. And you will have peace of mind knowing that you're covered every time. Get network security that works seamlessly by partnering with John Kanata and Denver IT Security now. Call for a consultation today at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or visit klzradio.com slash security. All right. If you want protection for your money, talk to Al Smith. He is the expert in that world, and he would be the first call. 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. 
866-744-1128 or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. All right, we're going to talk to Kurt Rogers and find out what happened over the weekend financially and what's that going to do to mortgage rates, if anything. In the meantime, if you got a question for Kurt, call him 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Are you ready for a new room addition? If you are, call Premier Home Remodels today, 720-619-8773. Remodeling is never easy, so you need a company that will be on your side throughout the entire process from start to completion. Premier Home Remodels goes above and beyond to help you plan, design, and finance your dream remodel. Premier wants you to be fully comfortable and earn your trust with their extensive research, years of service, and attention to detail. They take time to educate you on a clear vision for your home, the necessary materials, and the cost of remodeling. With five-star rated customer satisfaction and your best interest in mind, Premier Home Remodels will prove their integrity through transparency with pricing details pertaining to construction, materials, and costs. Owner Brian Prendergast can help you avoid financial surprises with his extensive financial background and put your mind at ease. Go to PremierHomeRemodels.com to learn more about your future investment. That's PremierHomeRemodels.com. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Richard, my son, joining us right now. And as you know, Richard, lots going on, not only in the sports world where, you know, you're talking... I don't know, everything from Nuggets to Avs to the Broncos and so on, but then the financial debacle that happened over the weekend and lot, just, just a lot going on, let's just say it that way. Yeah, lots of, lots of yeah, obviously, like, yeah, lots of stuff going on in the world, and then, well, and then, obviously, I kind of take my mind off of it, because this is an exciting time in the sports world in that you've got NFL free agency starting today, and uh, we'll get to that in just a second. You've also got the NCAA tournament, which is in town, Dad. So for folks interested, it doesn't come to town every year. So if you want to go see some March Madness game, I believe there's still tickets available for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to go down to the ball arena and see uh, what's coming up there. And, and I think we've got Baylor and Creighton and a few other high seeds. And we I think we have a 12-5 matchup. And, Dad, if you're not familiar with that. Yeah, what is that? Um, obviously in the seeds. So basically 12-5, that's where a lot of the um, upsets happen, 12 seeds beating five seeds. 
and it's a pretty it's a pretty common thing. And so when people are picking out brackets and things like that, they usually pick a few twelve seeds, which is a pretty low seed considering you know teams are seeded one through sixteen, right? For a twelve seed to beat a five seed is is considered a decent upset, but nevertheless, some of them happen several times a year and uh, same for for this year's obviously is expected as well so that'll be some interesting and some fun stuff that's going on um and so yeah we've got that this week which it you know concludes in the ncaa championship here in a few weeks and then dad you have one of the greatest sporting spectacles of all time or if you're like you me um and several others one of the greatest lawn spectacles of all time which is the masters Mm -hmm. coming up here dad at the start of April, and just always is beautiful to see the uh, uh, to, to see the you know, azaleas down there at Augusta and Georgia, and you know the, their green grass, and it's and also Dad, I forgot to, to congratulate you because this is like your best day of the, this was your best weekend, right? You gained an hour later at sunset. Yes, I said that coming in today at three o'clock. I anticipate, look forward to you know, I, I just love this particular day. Not even last night because Sunday night, yeah, a little longer, that's great, but I like driving home in the daylight and I get to do that tonight. I was going to say that that is your favorite and, and, and just it's nice to not, you know, look out your window. Obviously, you know, when we get to November, December, you know, look out your window at 4.30. Oh, it's awful. It's, uh, I hate it. You know, it's, it's terrible, right? But then, you know, this time of year, I know it's a little bit later, right? So, you know, the sun's really not coming up till about 7 o'clock here, at least for another, you know, couple months. And then it starts to get earlier, right, as, as we start to get deeper into, you know, spring and summer. But, yeah, I, I'm ready. And, honestly, it's nice because the kids get to play outside a little bit longer because yep. that afternoon sun, is, as we know here in Colorado, is, is the warm one, right? Right. Get some of that radiation rolling out and, you know, warms everything up. So the times are changing, and, and I mentioned it at the start, Dad, you kind of the Broncos, and, and for your listeners that don't pay attention, that's what you've got me for, they've signed several new players, um, four to be precise. They signed Jarrett Stidham, who's a backup quarterback, to back up Russell Wilson. They signed, um, I think it was, I think it's Matt McGlinchey, I believe is, is his name, or Mike, sorry, Mike McGlinchey, a right tackle from the 49ers. Um, he's a mountain of a man. He's about six foot eight. Um, and obviously for you Broncos fans, you know, we struggled last year on the offensive line. Rush struggled a little bit there. And we also signed a left guard. Uh, I think Ben Powers is his name from the Baltimore Ravens. And so both of those guys combined for about $30 million a year on the cap. Um, so obviously not chump change, but the new owners are willing to kind of shell out some money to hopefully let Russ do what he needs to do and hopefully win some games, and you're going to start to see quite a bit of big numbers thrown around, Dad. This is kind of the NFL time, or, you, or agent's time, I should say, where you see them, you know, spill out, you know, my client, you know, signed a four-year, $80 million deal, right? So, you know, $20 million a year. Well, the kicker on that is maybe only about 50 of that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite a four-year, $80 million deal. But, again, you got that kind of going on um, now. Um, the Nuggets, as I know you went to the game yesterday, are kind of going through a few different things right now. Same with the Avalanche. They're, they're struggling. But those guys are wrapping up their season. So it's, it's kind of a crazy sports world. And then, obviously, you tack on to the sports world, everything that happened with uh, the Silicon Valley Bank on, on uh, I guess, Friday. Or, I guess, kind of throughout weekend, right? It really didn't end, did it? No, and, and I guess that was a question for you. Did any of what happened over the weekend financially impact anything sports-wise? My gut feeling would be no. No, I, I, again, right, you know, these NFL teams and billionaires are sort of insulated. Honestly, the, the, the only impact we've ever seen to sports really, Dad, 
has been, you know, direct impact, obviously, with COVID, right? You know, no right. fans in the stands sort of a situation and changing how, you know, games and events and all of that sort of stuff was put on. So not really any effect there, and I don't think you'll see too much of an effect, to be honest with you. I think most stuff will stay apart again. I mean, even though the, the bank did what it is. I don't know who these pro banks use. I'm assuming it's one of the big four, right? I, you know, these 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 athlete you know franchises right because right. when you're they got a big checking account I mean, just for payroll. Make, well, I was gonna say some of these guys make per game more than the you know more than the um, secured deposit by the FDIC right more than right. two hundred fifty thousand right. You know if you're Patrick Mahomes, I, I think you know depending on his salary you know and obviously a lot of these guys don't have salaries um, that that actually equally I got low salaries, high bonus numbers. But again, sometimes these guys get checks, Dad. You know, for worth several millions of dollars, right? Especially in free agency now, right? A lot of these guys, for example, the guard we just signed—I think he got a thirteen million dollars signing bonus. So even after taxes and such, you know, right. seven, seven and a half million. Still a big check, check somebody's check. writing. I was going to say you got to cut, but in, you and by know, the way, that amount of money, about. as far as the owners are concerned, you've got to have all of that money. You know, plus some of the other things it takes to actually, you know, have an employee working for you because there's some other additional costs to that that the employer has, as you know. So, bottom line is, yeah, that money has to be liquid for them to write that check. It is one, and we've talked about this a little bit, right? You know, especially when it comes to players because the NFL is written, and they did this. The players actually fought for this a number of years ago, and as always happens, right? The owners kind of make it out to be quite a bit less than than, or essentially make it to benefit the owners, right? Which is Anything fully guaranteed in an NFL player's contract has to be put into escrow. Now, it doesn't have to be put into escrow right away. I think they've got you know, certain dates that they have to reach. I think it's a year from when you sign it or whatever else it is that it's got to be put into an escrow or whatever it might be. But, yes, liquid cash for NFL owners and such does matter, right? Yep. Now, again, I'm sure they've got stuff completely different. I, again, I'm sure you know a lot of times, for example, when they're exploring sales of teams, Bank of America – is one of the banks that comes right. up that helps them explore because obviously they've got to broker it and the fees and right. all of that kind of sign to it. But again, when you're obviously when you're dealing with uh, they're dealing with billions when you're, you're selling a team, of course, but even hundreds of millions, right? Or you even millions of dollars. That's right. It gets a little bit tricky and and but these teams and so, they, they seem to be able to figure out how to do it, right? To where they know that they're not going to go insolvent. <laughs> Right, you know, when before they cash that check. No, so, they they are looking very not, closely at their financial institutions and where they're banking and how they're handling things. You are correct in that. Well, and, and Dad, that's and you and I have talked about this. That's not to say that again that these you know, regional or small banks can't be used. You know, you can't have your money there because I know that you've. You, I'm sure you've talked about that today. And if you look at some of these, unfortunately, some of these banks that are publicly traded on the stock market, they you know went down today, right? You know, pretty significantly, and it's like. Folks, we all got to kind of come to, to reality, and, and I wish, Dad, that everyone would just be able to kind of read through the tea leaves a little bit, or not the tea leaves, but you know, see the trees through the forest sort of a thing, because there's, there's, the easiest way to say this, what happened at Silicon Valley Bank, Dad, is not likely to happen to your bank down the road. Probably not. Good point. Right? Like, it's just, the, who they were dealing with and the types of customers, and folks, you're going to see lots of stuff spread around about it. I think it was nine. Is it ninety-seven percent, ninety-three or ninety-seven percent, Dad, of all of their depositors were over the two hundred fifty thousand dollars limit. So you can, so obviously, lots of people putting in large sums of money. Yep. And honestly, Dad, a lot of times at once, right? Because your startups, yep. they get cash. They get that sort of. And, thing. and let's not forget so, too. One thing I've not added into this that I wanted to make sure I did. I did. Uh, 
uh, say something about. Let's not forget, this is a bank and a lot of its companies as well that are very much on the diversity slash wokeness bandwagon. And we just, I don't care what anybody else says, we just bailed them out. We should have just let them fail as far as I'm concerned. Well, again, you and I have talked about this. Especially, and I don't know how much of this is, is true, but you know the rumor was rolling around on Friday that these before the FDIC came in, they gave they gave some of their executives and, and employees bonuses. They did. So you know if that again if that did happen, like you say, this what I'm getting at is major mismanagement. Yep. By a, a, a essentially by this bank, right? By their managers, by their, their executives, whoever you want to say, right? Just major, major mismanagement. As nothing, really nothing else, Dad. And like you say, I think they should. And, and I'm not saying that these companies should have failed as a result. I just think that there should have definitely been some more consequences than there is being. And honestly, everyone's saying you know they're doing all these saving measures in the name of saving the economy and all of that. And I don't know between you and me and the fence post, I think that maybe is a little bit of the you know CYA right covered yep. by you know what. That's right. It's exactly right. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. They want to take care of you with all of your needs, electrically speaking, and of course your HVAC. Seven two zero five two six zero two three one. Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home. And it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're recommending it. We pride ourselves on high level communication. Make sure you are heard. Work with professionals that listen. Schedule with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare. Be ready for the sunniest time of the year. Start planning for solar now. Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners gives you the option to defer payments on your solar energy system for 18 months. And at the same time, you can immediately begin reaping the rewards of solar energy by banking up credits. Starting the process now means that you can use your fully installed and finished solar panels during the sunniest time of the year. You still immediately reap rewards even if you don't defer any payments because the payments you are currently making will never increase on you and will eventually be paid off. Getting solar now means that you are no longer throwing away your money every month by forking it over to the power companies that's likely going to raise your rates anyway. Alan's top priority is saving you money and getting you ready now for the benefit of financially secure energy future. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consolation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com slash sun. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. 
John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Greg with Open Range Services said, With all the things I have to worry about in a day, it's nice not to have to worry about this complex beast of a machine outside my office. BES has done a great job of maintaining it for us, and we use the heck out of it. I have had some not-so-fun experiences with office machine maintenance companies in the past. Thanks for giving me one less thing to worry about. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, Give us a call at 303-825-5664. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We do car reviews on almost a weekly basis, and this is the time of the week that we do that. My son and myself, and really quick, Richard, the first one I've got, not really quick, I want to spend a little bit of time on this. The first one I have is a 2023 Jeep Compass Trailhawk. Now, there is no longer the Jeep Cherokee. That has, as we know, been discontinued, and they've sort of uh, implemented, if you would, the Compass sort of into that whole platform, combining the two into one. The Trailhawk, of course, is their kind of off-road version, if you would, of the Compass. Not a bad little vehicle. A turbo, turbocharged 2-liter engine. Doesn't run too bad for our altitude. I will say this, it runs a lot better than the Chevy Equinox, which is kind of the counterpart or the competitor, if you would, to this particular vehicle. Not in the off-road capability, but just in the overall size and so on. It is a competitor, and I will tell you right now, I'd rather own the Compass than I would the Equinox, just for the simple fact it runs way better. But it's also, I think, a portion better, equipped a little better, and so on. And they did a good job on all of that. Starts at 36200 My biggest issue with this vehicle is it's just still, and maybe it's just me, Richard, but it's still called a Compass, which has never been a great car. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. And, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, Dad, in that some of these manufacturers at times, they stick to their, they stick to the names maybe a little bit, too long, right, in some respects? In this case, and I maybe. believe they should have dropped the, the Compass name. And, and, again, they still make the Cherokee. I just don't know for how much longer. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that the Cherokee's gone. But I believe it's going away, if I'm not mistaken, Richard. So please don't quote me on that. But I don't think the Cherokee is, is going to be around a whole lot longer. And what's weird is they're both sort of equally priced. So I don't really know why we have the two, Richard. Well, that's well, like I said, and I think some of these manufacturers at times kind of deal in like a sort of identity crisis isn't the right way to say it, Dad, but they kind of struggle with, okay, which car do we save, which car do we not, and they have a little bit of crossover in this crossover segment. But like you say, sort of similar vehicle, although, the again, the Compass now, Dad, is not the same Compass as it's not. even five years ago, right? Well, in you fact, know, it looks a different. lot like... Almost a small Cherokee. Again, I'm, I'm confused. And, Jeep, if you're, you will hear this, and I'll just say it as it is. Why are you doing both? I, I don't get it. I know the Cherokee's a little bigger than the Compass. When it's all said and done, I don't understand the difference because price-wise even, Richard, they're not far off price-wise. I don't get it. I really don't. 
Well, and like that, maybe they need to define it. And, and honestly, again, you know, it's even the same engine, by the way, it, right? I don't get it. It's the same engine, even. Well, exactly. And, and I will say this though: like you say, great. Both of them are actually you know, relatively reasonably priced vehicles they are. for what I'll they give, give you, and especially out here in Colorado, where we want that some of that off-roading capability that Jeep comes standard, even on their you know non-Wranglers, non-souped-up type vehicles but i'm not like you said i'm not sure why they kind of kept both both names around and that is a question jeep if you can answer that for me i would love to nothing against this trailhawk version of the compass it's priced right it gets you a lot of money again priced very very similar actually a little less than that chevy equinox i drove just a few weeks ago i would rather have this compass all day long compared to the equinox especially after being in it for a week so folks if you're interested in that mid-size segment yes jeep has a lot to offer their off-road capability is second to none i cannot complain about that at all and if you want to go out and drive one of these and there are some of these by the way in inventory you can drive some of these so go drive a new jeep compass at your local jeep dealer tell them that john and richard rush both both from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you. All right, moving right along, what did you get to drive, Richard? So recently, Dad got to drive an all-new 2023 C Honda CRV. This is their hybrid model, which is actually now standard on some of their upper trims. Dad, this vehicle is less than forty thousand dollars by about one hundred fifty-five dollars, so it is still less than that. All-wheel drive, which is fantastic, and they've again, Dad, they've redesigned it. For 2023, so folks, I know you, most of you know what a CRV is, or at least you think of what it's, you know, what it looks like. Uh, but it, I will say this, Dad, I had several comments from folks who just looked at it and said, and I'll just say this: I won't say the brands that they said, but they just thought it was a lot higher, quote unquote, uh, luxury, right, than a lot of people thought of, of Honda. So Honda touche because. You've beefed up the looks of this vehicle or kind of spiced them up, I should say, to make it a really enticing vehicle in that realm, Dad. So, again, slightly slightly larger, a little bit longer, so a little bit more legroom in there. And the one thing they've done, Dad, with the hybrid is they actually have made it so it's not sacrificing any of those uh, you know, any of those apportionments. But outside of that, Dad, everything that you'd come to expect with Honda, lots of standard safety features, some of the kind of mini self-driving technology with the hybrid system. I know you and I have talked about how well Toyota's done with their hybrid system, Dad. But honestly, in my opinion, Honda's no slouch, and they're right behind them in terms of what their hybrid system does, how it's like, how it operates kind of the feel of it. It, of course, is going to operate under a CVT transmission, as most of these hybrids will. Not that it's a big deal. And honestly, nice thing about the hybrid dash here in Colorado, as you've experienced or even even experienced on your electric vehicles, anytime you're coming down the hill, it's nice to have that regenerative braking, right? Because it just saves on the brakes. It's a lot more comfortable and a lot easier to drive right mm-hmm. you know you're not having to do as much with your foot which is a great feature and like i said this was the all-wheel drive sport touring so kind of a top of the line model drove it up to the mountains it's got a wi-fi hotspot on it and we were actually stuck on i-70 for about an hour because of uh, something going on as, as there always is and we were actually we weren't able to get any cell service dad or it was it was really delayed we popped on that wi-fi lo- you know, logged into it and we had fast Pretty fast internet, nice. enough to almost even stream some video. Nice. So just kind of a cool feature, something that I know a lot of cars are coming out with these days, but Honda, if you need to know, it worked really well in the mountains, you know, just outside of the Eisenhower Tunnel, 
here in, you know, obviously the kind of the Colorado mountains here. But outside of that, Dad, really enjoyed it. 40 miles in the city, 34 on the highway for an average of 37. And we were right there. So definitely something to consider these days with the higher prices. And yeah. it's not that they're going down anytime soon. So if folks are interested, head to your local Honda dealer, test drive it, get yourself in it. And Honda's actually, Dad, been able to really keep up yeah, with some agreed. of their supply chain constraints. Yes. So, folks, if you're actually looking for a new vehicle, check out a Honda. And let, when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you. All right, and I'm going to add this to the end of the Compass review because I did a little checking while Richard was doing that past review. And, yes, the Cherokee, and I thought they were, they are going to discontinue that. And I, I believe the end of February was actually the last month for them producing the Cherokee. They've limited that vehicle to two models this year. You're not going to find a lot of those, so I was correct. The Compass is, in fact, going to be the full replacement for the Cherokee. So I just want to make sure I added that in. So, Jeep, if you're listening to this, you know that I know know what you're doing so it is going to be all compass from this point moving forward richard with that i will let you go sounds good See all right later. have, have a great week. night we appreciate it very much bruce simmons is up next he is our reverse mortgage specialist listen to bruce today or call bruce today i should say any questions you've got on reverse mortgages he is your guy 303-467-7821 there is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation even with rising interest rates Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com slash reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. You want to make sure people heard what Richard said, too, in the beginning of his little segment we do, and that is the NCAA tournament. The first two rounds of that will be at Ball Arena starting later this week going into the weekend, so traffic might be a little different around town because we'll have a lot of outer-towners in for that as well which welcome to all of you if you're here now listening we appreciate you being here we'll be back hour number three is next rush to reason denver's afternoon rush klz 560